So can everyone do their sound checks again, Scarlett? Hello! No, what were you doing before? Yeah, just talk normally. Don't shout down there. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, You can't fake spontaneity, can you? You're right there, James. Yeah, I'm a bit sleepy. I might have a sleep. Don't have a sleep. You're it. I, uh, the, uh, I am so damaged at this point that, like, um, because it's been a little while since we've been podcasting. Don't do, don't Donkey Kong the mic. You're Donkey Konging the mic. It's bad etiquette. It is. Stop hitting the mic. Back off the mic, Ridge. Back off the mic. Hello. <laughs> Hello, the <laughs> Do you want to open hat, the audio hardware? Hat would like to say something. <laughs> the hat would like to say yeah. something. This isn't oh, South Park. I love podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Did the hat just go wonk, wonk, wonk? Yes. What's the What's the hat doing at that point? What What emotion is the hat expressing? I don't like my fingers. You don't like your fingers? No, no, not at all. Children are weird, aren't they? Scarlet, do your old lady voice. Hello, I'm a lady. Hey, I'm an old man. <laughs> that's brilliant. We might We might have a slight problem. Well, okay. not not a major one, but last week, um, last time when I was recording, Audacity screwed up a little bit, and okay. so the We Have Issues came out a little bit wonky. Yeah, I'm okay. bored already. So I was hoping. Um, that's. I mean, okay. Oh, I know. I okay. Well, I. T- I mean. No, that's don't. It's not. Oops. You know, um, James. Yeah. You know how um, I don't really have a, like, I don't really know how <clears throat> how one's supposed to behave. So yes. my personality is a, a hodgepodge of coping mechanisms yeah. and, yes. and, and, and stuff I've nabbed from other places. I guess. I've, I've been listening to a podcast called Point, Voice, Point Versus Point. Okay. Which is mainly a comedy podcast. It's about these two guys who argue a lot. But one of the guys is very tries to be a very professional mm. broadcaster. The other one's a functional idiot. And um, and I realised just then that in my speech patterns, I was basically nabbing the guy who tries to be a broadcaster for oh, that. Oh wow! Okay. Um, which is making me now realise that everything I do and say is suspect in one way or another. But isn't on all of our. All of our personalities just a hodgepodge of influences. Maybe, maybe my problem is that I, I, I am trying to work. I'm, I'm noticing it all the time. See, the thing is, I know I've got a number of affectations uh, in terms of my mode of speech and my personality that I've kind of lifted from people that I liked, but I can't remember at this point where I've stolen stuff from. I've noticed that whenever you're not on a mic. Mm. You are basically a dainty gentleman. Yeah. You're a, a very dapper, dainty gentleman. You stand tall. Mm. You're kind of upbeat. 
Oh, yeah. Really. Quite charismatic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you kind of talk like this. Like, you should be talking yeah. to a butler or something. Yeah. And then the second the mic's in your face, you're kind of like, like this. It's my, perso- Ray, yeah, Ray it's my, it's my persona. My podcasting persona. My podcast. Don't you know? My podcasting persona is reacting to the people I'm in a room with. But I think that's a good way to, to podcast, isn't it? Ex- except when you end up having to record them on your own because because the people you podcast with don't like you and come up with other things <laughs> to do. <laughs> Start reacting with your own imaginary demons. Well, I mean, that's what it ends up being. Yes. Quite often. Yes, I should kill them all. You're right. Yes, I should make them listen. My demons get very confused. They say, kill yourself, then kill everyone else. Yeah. That's not the right way around. Really stupid. There's nothing worse than being lumbered with really stupid demons. So, the reason we, we Scarlet, haven't... Scarlett, stop bashing the iPad against the microphone. The reason we haven't done a podcast for two weeks uh, isn't because you hate me. Um, that well, isn't the reason. No, it's only part of the reason. Um, but you've been on holiday. Yeah, we've been on holiday. We went to Scarlett. Where where have we been on holiday? Um, Devon. Devon. I should just mention for the listener, uh, although uh, d- depending on what's gone out before hmm. this bit, uh, they might have already realised this because she wasn't bored when we started recording. No. Um, it took three was, minutes, which yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. Um, that that Scarlett is also here. It's James. Hello. And it's me, Nick. Hi. The two grown men, and also um, uh, Scarlett. So two and a half people. Say hello. Hello. But Scarlett this week, because last time we recorded, Scarlett started to get, she needed the toilet and started to get a bit fractious towards yeah. the end of the podcast. So James has actually brought something to entertain Scarlett with this week, um, which she has resorted to remarkably quickly in the podcast. What yeah. are you doing on your tablet there? Um, she, Scarlett, do you want to tell us what you're doing on the uh, on the pat-pat? <laughs> are you reacting to funny videos on YouTube? Are you watching YouTube videos? Are you watching uh, Disney Toys Car Club? Can you tell me about your headphones, Scarlett? Oh, what are you watching there? Oh, it's like um, it's like a oh, it is. It's like Disney Toys Car Club, and they're they've got an Elsa and an Anna doll, and they're talking to each other. If um if Scarlett's got her headphones on, does that mm. mean our our language? We should still be careful with. Our they're language. not that good. They're they're, um, they're kiddies headphones, so they're quite quiet at all times. Also, she's wearing one of them on the outside of her hair. Well, yeah, I, her um hair acts as a, a superconductor for sound waves. Is that how that works? No, because <laughs> that's not how my hair works. She when... might be tired though. We went for a walk first thing. We um we went up the common, walked the dogs, and went to the playground. So. And then walk back. So. Are you tired, Scarlett? No. I was um, la- last week. Um, N- Noah had a very brief bout of not going to bed, mm. not being happy when he went to bed. I talked about it a little bit online. Um, <clears throat> he's he's been he's always been very good about bedtime, and there's a little routine, and he normally goes to bed quite easily. And then for two or three days, uh, he was so bad. He basically started screaming as soon as you closed the door behind you, and so you had to go back in because he'd just be screaming for yeah. for um, like ten, twenty minutes is my limit for listening mm-hmm. to a screaming child. Yeah. You really have to go in 
after that long. No, like t- two or three minutes. I think they call that method uh, controlled crying, don't yeah, they? I think that's what it doesn't it's feel true. very controlled when you're doing it, though, does it? No. It just feels like guilt being heaped upon your shoulders. Lots of it, yes. Yeah. Um, and so uh, for those two nights, Amy or I had to be in with him, mm. and he was freaking out, and he kept saying, door, door, and pointing at the door. Mm. And we weren't entirely sure if it was the door that he was scared of or um, or or that he didn't want us to close the door behind us because that meant we were going. I, I think that was probably the most likely, and he wants the door left open. Yeah, well, the problem is, though, he's got um, he's got several doors in his room. Ah. It's very... Metaphorical and physical. Well, they, I mean, okay, one of them's an airing cupboard. Mm-hmm. Three of them are like cupboards. One's a one's a, a walk-in, a quite thin walk-in wardrobe, but it's got like two full-length mm-hmm. doors on it. And one's like this other cupboard. Um, that that it's kind of there's a disproportionate amount of cupboards in what's a mm. quite small room. And then there's the main door, but that does mean that his room is from he from his cot. He his cot bed. He looks out and he can basically see five doors. Oh, that's weird. From um, and the more I say it, the more I describe it, the more I under- I realise that I couldn't cope with that. That's some sapphire, sapphire and steel do you, style. Do you think he bull poo? Do you think he's worried that like Goldie Horn's going to lean out of one of them and tell a joke, as in Rowan and Martin's laughing? No, they're not piled up on. They're not like. They're not like nine of them. They're not like a nine-panel Watchmen. You don't get page. any. Uh, you don't get good wacky light entertainment like that anymore, do you? No, it's because um, <clears throat> it's because. It's because all of the people that we'd have had in this country who do that quietly, quietly disappeared under shadow mm. of night at the end of the 80s, the, the mid 90s, mm. um, and are only just starting to resurface now in court cases. That's true. That's, that's why. That, maybe the world's just less groovy. Yeah. Yeah. Because Ronan Martin's laughing was pretty groovy, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I definitely think child abuse and, mm. and the groovy era probably go hand in hand, certainly in the UK. Ronan and Martin, I don't, because they're not British entertainers of that era, I don't, American entertainers, uh, I give a pass to. Is that Rowan Atkinson and George R.R. R. Martin? That's right, yeah. Okay, they're only, and what, you give them a pass because what, they're only American children? Or? That's right, yeah, because they're only oh, yeah, American okay. children. Okay, yeah. No, and I all understand. American children grow up on Sesame Street, which is very wholesome. Um, so there was a fear for a couple of days that maybe this was going to be the new normal. Either Amy or I were going to have to stay up with him till quite late. Because there's a problem. You're, he, in good faith, is trying to sleep for about 10 minutes, and then he realizes that you're going to stay there. And so he stands up and starts being a two-year-old yeah. in his cot bed. Freestyling. Yeah, which is... Um, he threw all of the to- well, at one point he threw all of the toys out of his mm. bed and then started sprinting from one end of his bed to the other, slamming into the other end with his head and laughing maniacally, you- which then becomes scary for me. Yeah. I think. Uh, do you think it's his way of going? Oh, oh, okay. I I need to share your love now. Yeah. With someone else. How do you like these apples? Like that. It's it's very it's a very confusing time. Yeah. But. I was talking to someone on the bus about it. Someone I know. It wasn't just some random person. I am the person random people on the bus talk to. I'm I'm not mm-hmm. um, the uh, I'm not instigator I don't of talk the talk. And I was talking to him about uh, how Noah isn't other children his age 
I was reading, I was reading up about it online because that's always a good idea. I googled mm. what to do with a child who's and 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 the internet was very helpful. Um, but uh, I nearly everyone else was saying, oh yeah, my two year old said this, and they they talk about this and they talk about that and they talk about monsters and they talk about this, and I'm like, I mean, Noah's got a lot of words. He's very communicative, mm. but he couldn't e- e- explain. It, he's quite behind on um, some of the. He's good at conceptualizing. I think he's quite clever, but he's not. His vocabulary isn't great. He's not great at talking. I've got a theory. Uh huh. At that age, I think some parents hear what they want to hear. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's true. Because, like Nikki would say, Scarlett has said so and so, and I'm like, she's never said anything as coherent as that around me. I'm, Even now. But I think there's some embellishment that goes on. Darling, yes. How can I help I'm you? Hungry. You're hungry. Well, I haven't got any food for you. I reckon four or five weeks of Scarlet being on the show and we'll have nailed everything you need to bring with you. Yeah, probably. Um, we, won't, we won't take long, Scarlet. Just another, like, th- 30 minutes. Maybe. See, the problem with this show is it's recorded over lunchtime. Yeah, no, that is a problem. Yeah, I'm, should... I'm thinking about my jacket potato as well. She should be having ravioli on toast right now. That sounds better than jacket potato. No, I'd like a jacket. Um this, But this chap I was talking to started saying, well, are you sure his hearing's okay? Because that's uh, that can be something that slows down vocabulary, and then uh, I was saying, well, I don't know. And he said, like for example, if he's if he's facing away from you, one way of testing it is if he's facing away from you doing something, call out his call out his name and something that he'll be interested in, and he'll mm. and if he responds, then his hearing's probably okay. But if he doesn't, and I was like, but if he's facing away from me, he's normally watching the TV. Mm. And he doesn't respond then, but that can't be his hearing. That's mm-hmm. probably just him being a boy, isn't it? Well, no. I mean, at that age, um, they they can't. They can only concentrate on one thing or another. At that age. So yeah, if they're if the, like they're focused on the TV, they genuinely can't hear you because the TV is taking their. their fo- I read a thing. And also, their ears. Children's ears are uh, pre uh, pre. They're not prehensile, prehensile, but they move, <laughs> don't they? Like a gecko's, like a chameleon's that's, eyes. That's exactly it. And they point at the screen. Yeah, that's right. You lose that ability as you go, as well as your tail. I'm, I love his little tail, and I'm worried about the day when he'll no longer be able to use it. Yeah, one day it just wither and fall off. Like, yeah. yeah. At the moment, he uses it to lift himself off the off off mm. the ground onto things. He'll whip it out and and mm. onto the the dog's neck and like use it to jump on on her back. And Are you sure you haven't accidentally brought home a loris? I am. Um, I'm trying to give give added value there's a lot i feel like there's a lot of pressure on james really yeah and um oh good that's something i hadn't you mean in, in your parenting life or on this podcast on the on the podcast i feel like we haven't been around for a couple of weeks no we've got someone who's determined to kick the table she's doing i mean she's fine it's us i'm worried well really it's me i'm worried okay about. like I, I, on the way over here you asked me how i am and I started to answer, and then I realized, no, I don't. Mm. I, I need to store all of this up so we can talk about it on the podcast. Okay. In answer to your question, the other day I left uh, from earlier on where you asked me how I was. Mm. The other day I left a wee just a little bit too long before going up for oh. a wee. And unusually for me, because I normally leave things mm-hmm. to get a bit of pressure and a bit yeah. of edge, because I normally thrive on it. It was actually really hurty. Mm. And today I didn't think I had that. I didn't. I, I need needed a poo poo, mm. but I didn't think I needed a poo that badly. 
And then um, when I was texting you earlier on, I was actually in quite, I was having a lot of trouble. That's normally the opposite problem from the problem I have. Let's, I was very, yeah. I was struggling. That's not good. Um, no. I, okay. I, so I, I feel a bit faint now. I don't know how much detail I really I want. Um, a lot, I think, but I don't know whether that makes for a good podcast. No, I'm, I'm sure not. But my, I mean, uh, how it, how it was relates. Was it tummy pain or was it pain coming out? Was it the, like a it big sharp boo? There was a lot of pressure. It just didn't seem to want to come out. It wasn't oh, right, a bit of a shop. Okay. It just didn't. And um, the the way it plays into no, how the way it plays out. into how I feel now is that now I feel kind of a bit bereft, and everything. I feel a bit loose. You've everything lost, feels you've lost a part of you. Yeah, yeah. I, I have another question about parenting. Um, okay. The, the reason people put fruit in the reason people put fruit in pims and Pims and whatever in Pims. One year five a day. Yeah, and it is. It's just because it tastes nice, right? It isn't. The fruit doesn't absorb alcohol and then become. What What I'm saying is that Amy and I uh, have a, a a problem. Have, have a slight with Pims. Uh, over the weekend, we had a slight disagreement, and I'm not sure who was right. I'm pretty. Oh, you convinced. should definitely ask me to arbitrate. I'm pretty convinced that it's difficult to suck all of the alcohol out of a piece of orange before giving mm. it to a child. Whereas Amy's pretty convinced that it's all right. Yeah, I'm on Amy's side here. I think there'd be such a small amount of alcohol that's left in the orange by the time you've given it a good suck that uh, the amount of alcohol the child is getting is negligible. Do you think that the two-year-old's... Just just get a bit giddy when they're in the garden for any length of time, and I shouldn't think mm-hmm. too much into the fact that he would just stop and stare into space for like thirty seconds at a time. And... They do that. Okay, good. He seemed very. He seemed kind of drunk. Yeah, Scarlett. Scarlett, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are kids a bit weird? Who? Kid, just kids in general. Are all of your friends and all of the younger people you know are they a bit weird? They're not. Are adults weird? Yes. Scarlet is nodding. Baby, sorry, Della, I just need to remind you. Would you mind saying the words instead of nodding or shaking your head? Oh, is that a um? Is that a Hello Kitty fashion? Yeah. Ah. That's what I wanted for Christmas. Scarlet, Scarlet's watching unboxing videos of um my uh, Hello Kitty fashions. If she's in more on of your sh- internet. Oh, okay. If she was in more of a sharing mood, I yeah. might, I might try and get her to explain the whole unboxing phenomenon to me because I don't quite understand it. But she might not have the overview necessary to. We, 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 she can give it. Shall we? Shall we try? We can give it a go. Scarlett, hmm? can I ask you a question about the video you're watching? Yeah. Do you want to pause it while Uncle Nick's asking you? Yeah, I don't want to interrupt it. It's clearly like more interesting. Um, the you know unboxing videos. Yeah. Why do you enjoy watching them? Because I can see. Um, because you, it, can see you can see. Because you can see what the toys are like. Yeah. And is it almost as exciting as getting one of those blind boxes yourself? Yeah. So it's kind of exciting watching someone else open one. Yeah. So you're already nailing the art of living vicariously through someone else on the internet. Which is basically what yeah. I do after after everyone's gone to bed in the house every night, pretty much. It's 
probably what my wife does after I go to bed every night. It's, it's very difficult um, getting up to sort of weird clandestine shit at night. Oh, uh, it's all right, our uh, headphones back on. Because uh, I'm the second one to bed in our house, so and, and I don't weird. have insomnia anymore. So, so you can't, uh, you can't have an, a really bad online gambling habit. No, although I, I haven't gambled since I was nineteen. I gamble with my life every single day. I, I once put a hundred and eight pounds, my entire week's wages, through a fruit machine at lunchtime on the day I got paid. That's pretty bad. Yeah, I haven't I haven't done that since. Uh, we um, our our shop here at work, our shop here at work um, has started doing pepperamis two for a pound again, <sighs> and um, I so I've taken to buying two on the basis that I would eat one as mm. a snack and then I'd save the other one. But a couple of days last week, I I accidentally ate two. That's me gambling with my life. Say <laughs> what you save one for dinner. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling a little bit more breathy at the moment mm. than I entirely like. I'm fi- I'm feeling a little bit fitter, but uh, the last two weeks you are you look at you look a lot fitter. Yeah, I like it. Um, don't I I can't handle looking. I mean, I already thought I, you were pretty fit. I look I look at me in the, I look at me in the mirror at the moment, and a strange man keeps looking back at me with a really weird fat face with a really um. Because I, sh- I shave my beard off, or I, I cut my beard off, most Have of you? it. Because it's almost all grown back. Well, no, I mean, I'm very stubbly, but I haven't got the long, knobbly bit. I haven't got the, the, the goatee was quite long. Long, knobbly bit's gone. And it gave, like, a false impression of me having quite a, a, a defined chin. <laughs> And I'd forgotten I don't have a defined chin at you, all. You do, though. I've got, there's a little I, dimple there. I've got I a like nub, it. I've got a nubbin, um, a top, a fat bit. And that's basically what my chin looks like. I need to explain to any listeners who aren't in the UK, because this might be a UK thing. Mm. Uh, uh, here in the UK, f- fit can mm. mean in good shape, but it can also mean attractive. That's what I was getting at. Oh, no, that was worth calling back to. Yeah. Mm. But so you you feel like your face is just a big round blob with a bunch of nubbins in. Yeah, it's, it's, it's how... Um, thin and weedy um, the bottom half of my face suddenly looks I don't like it I am Scarlet sorry Scarlet do you remember how you reacted yesterday when I took my beard off what did you do (coughs) that's exactly (laughs) actually it was a bit more than that she did okay a monster she shrieked that's a bit terrifying. Mm. Um, I I don't. You see, I think I'm I'm starting to think of my face um, as uh, in that context. I'm starting to think of my face as, uh, as 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 a bit of a curse because. Oh no 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 no! Because I I think my chin. I've still got quite a prominent. My my face doesn't. Mm. I, I've I've put on loads of weight. No. But I don't think it's touching. My, it's maybe touching my neck a little bit, but my chin's still quite defined, and like my face doesn't look yeah, that but different. You've got you've got a beard on it, mate. I mean, what yeah. what if you took the beard off? And I thought I had a nice defined chin, and I forgot I really don't. So if I I'm, when I look in the mirror, I kind of look mm. the same, and then I look at the I look at the mirror when I'm naked. Mm. Well, actually, because well, like I'm I'm sleeping downstairs at the moment because Amy's not very well, and I've got a cold as well, so I'm snoring worse, and also. Um, 
you know we don't we don't sleep in the same bed very often but um and our downstairs living room has a big window but no curtains and oh. i'm sleeping in there so at night naked in your at, lazy at night, boy when i'm right there in, in my the... i can just um i when i i get undressed to mm. to lie down i can look at myself in the window that faces out to the street where the buses go past mm. and i can see my reflection mm. and i do look like a, a chubby little naked man with albeit with mm. an excellently proportioned face oh i bet walking past your house at night it's like being in amsterdam um i've never noticed anyone walking past who could stop to look but i mean you know uh, eventually i'm sure it will i'm gonna happen. i'm gonna do it and i'm gonna make one of those you know those sort of long viewers you could make with two angled mirrors mm-hmm. so you could look over look over fences <laughs> i'm gonna make one of those and just stand in the street and use one to look into your you don't actually need because the way the way our the, the way everything's aligned where we're on a hill mm. and everything if you're on the top deck of a bus going past you can see perfectly into our I'm not yeah but I'm not going to pay to go on a bus to like go on a circuit around your no, estate that's true. just to see little glimpses of you I'd much rather stand in the street with a, a homemade periscope I know we're middle class but a, a estate is overstating it a little bit it's just a house with a garden fair enough I am um, to be fair I feel much less much less middle class now than I used to do you ever do that thing where when you're trying to work out whether you're too naked to be in a window mm. or just naked enough to be in a window that you you move your head down to uh, uh the part of your body that you're worried people might be able to see out the window you move your head down to there mm. and you see if you can see anybody's windows because that's how i work out if i'm too naked to be in the living room there is no level of nakedness that i think is acceptable for me to oh. be in a window i'm not no although I, I did manage to pop my shirt off at the beach when I uh, went on holiday, oh, it's fun. I was like an eight-year-old. I know, but I hate it. Foot, there was three-foot surf. I was jumping about in it. It was great fun. Every time we've been on holiday, we've been that we um, there's normally a hotel pool, and there are always better-looking, like young people. Like oh god, you need to see. You need to like go camping or something like that because in Devon you're surrounded by dad bods. They've not, all got dad bods. Not with my know, ABS. Even even like at the even at the the swimming pool at the campsite we were on, I didn't have the grodiest looking body on show. It was really nice. I'd like this other guy was there and he took his top. I'm like, oh, you've got like saggy boobs and everything, dude. But that's I mean, like that's. I'm much more pert than you. But that's like my perfectly consi- my perfectly consistent face. That's a mm. trap. It's like a curse because the fact that there are more grotesque people around mm. just makes me feel like there'll be some guy and, – and it's worse when some guy is really fit and he walks past mm. in the middle of town and he's got his top off yeah. and he's really fit but like really gross. And I, I'm like, well, I mean, I wouldn't want to be like him. Look at him. He's disgusting. See, it's funny. I was thinking about this up at the park earlier and actually Southampton, I remember a couple of years ago, has got quite a lot of – like per capita, we're quite a fit city. People tend to look after themselves quite well in Southampton. Do they? In comparison to other parts of the country. So Southampton makes me feel very self-conscious because I'm fat. But then I went to Devon. So, oh, no, all of your bodies are awful. Mm. Oh, no, I'm quite normal. This is like my people are, are here. It's Southampton that's kind of... And it's because it's full of fit, young, um, thrusting... Um, uh, 
ambitious people. Southampton makes... There, there was, I have to say, there's a... Uh, this is a male gaze thing, so I apologise. But um, we'd seen this young woman running. Like running, but, but having this very um, uh, sort of dynamic conversation on the phone while running, which mm. I thought was incredible. But by the time we got down to the park, there's a little bit there where there's some like adult exercise equipment. Mm-hmm. And she was like doing warm downs and stuff. I I couldn't help myself. I did keep finding my you gaze being drawn towards her. She was. Um, it's difficult. It's difficult to know. Mm. I think. <clears throat> I think we can. It's okay to examine how decent a person one is when they're doing that stuff. But mm. I think that you have to just accept that as long as you're not actually being creepy like full-on but is it in. is it possible for a 40 year old fat man like me to look at a young woman doing warm down exercises without it actually it it just is creepy look at what my eyes are doing yeah micro looks but it's still creepy even if i'm doing micro well, looks. No, it's only creepy if it makes her feel uncomfortable i think you'll find as well with these sunglasses on it's quite hard to see my eyes yeah i think it i think it's Look, I mean, right, okay. I thought I was being uh, really my bus driver today, and I've never seen this before, which mm. is why it caught me by surprise. But he only had one arm, and 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 his other arm ended just above the, just above or below, just above the elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had some mobility. He could use that. He could use the stump for some mm-hmm. stuff. And it was the first time I'd noticed that, and I and I kind of congratulated myself a little bit for not thinking this guy's driving the bus. Mm. Huh? I, my immediate thought was, well, I'm sure it doesn't make any difference driving it. I mean, mm. uh, you know, I, I'm sure he's just as capable of doing it. Um, I did, I did spoil it somewhat by thinking, I wonder how he lost it. He was probably driving, mm. driving vehicles in yeah. Nam or something, or or, or or Iraq or somewhere, and. And then, I, and then I noticed that I think it looked like a congenital thing that it, right. it was. Not. So, um, uh, and uh, I patted myself on the back for for being, you know, not even thinking mm-hmm. twice about it. But then I did realise that my uh, the week tickets we get, um, the week tickets you you buy on the bus. These are tickets that last a week, not yeah. ones that fall apart no, very not ones quickly. That fall apart. And and one of the things they do is they put it in this little sleeve, like it's a laminate sleeve, mm. and it's quite difficult for people to do with ten fingers. Yeah, it's it's quite hard. Uh-huh. So I was looking at it, thinking that this guy is really showing up mm. the design problems with with a system that involves. Mm. Bus drivers having to having to do all of this mm. quite dexterous stuff because he managed it and it looks fine. It just took him a bit longer than it would have taken mm. someone else. And I was thinking, and and it made me think because I'm a good progressive person. It made me think, they, the bus company really needs to do something about that design because it's not very. That was my immediate thought. I didn't get annoyed with him. the uh, The way you gauge a decent bus driver on my route mm. is. Um, how many times not whether they hit the curb a few mm. times it's how many i guess it's hard to get bus drivers or something he only curbed the bus and and freaked me out once on well, the whole journey it, which is pretty good it's like a great great many things in this country is people to whom we entrust our lives are paid very poorly this country yeah yes you're absolutely right i think you're absolutely right um and i think bringing it back to that and to the fact that we are aware mm. 
of social injustice and think it's a bad thing and will comment on it means it, it, it's okay that you're a filthy pervert and, and okay that I'm such a, a, a sort of a, a covert, but I'm not a body fascist, but I know, I notice things and then can't unnotice mm. them and kind of start, start writing tweets about them, but mm. then second guess everything yeah. that I'm going to write about it. And then, um, Oh, another cool thing about buses. Yeah. My bus is diverted at the moment to a different bus stop because of works, but the different bus stop is right outside my place of work. So for the next oh, eight good. weeks, that's 10 minutes extra walking I don't have to do that's nice. twice a day. That's pretty good. I'm pleased for you. Um, now, we're, we're good liberals because we know our failings and make ourselves feel really, really bad for them. And we, and we talk about them to make yeah. sure people know that we understand them and know how hard we're trying. To the point where they're fed up with hearing us talk about them. I don't think In so. the case of my wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, is, it is a bit peculiar. We have both uh, ended up with uh, partners who are much less politically bothered or upset or angry or frustrated about this stuff than us and just get on with stuff a lot more and are happier than us. Seem to be. I don't know. I think I'm grinding Nicola down. Okay. Well, I mean, that's the nature of relationships. One partner's always going to grind the other one down. True. Um, The pressure I was talking about before Mm -hmm. is... uh, Did did you know that we've been nominated for a podcast award? Yes, I've been trying to vote for us for the past two weeks on my phone with no luck at all. Has it been quite... You see, awards awards things are kind of meaningless and dumb and lame. I think we both feel roughly the same about... We're kind of... On the one hand, it's nice to be nominated. On the other hand... I'm very aware that you kind of self-nominate for these things and then get people to yeah, vote. So I mean, I, I'm bothered in so much as, like, I think I'd tell my mum if we won. Yeah, oh, no, definitely, if we won. Mm. But um, I, I still feel a little bit weird about it. And the whole thing, it's the UK Podcasters Award, and it's it's kind of the, the website and the way it's all being done um, has that weird combination of seeming very big-scale and professional mm. while at the same time feeling very much like the first year they're doing it in terms of how the technology is all working and stuff like that. But the pressure I'm feeling is a little bit that, like, we are in the the kids and family podcast category. And that's largely because I didn't know what else to put us under. Fair enough. Um, And I kind of knew it was a bit of a long shot and a little bit weird. And I guess that there aren't that many kids and family podcasts in this country. Who knows? Um, but I'm, I've been super conscious of the fact that the two podcasts we're up against, and I haven't had a chance to listen to them. This is really bad of me. I think we got the best logo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, for sure, because David Wynn is a, a master and a genius. And that homeschooling one looks like I'm not sure how well the homeschooling's going, because I can't tell what's going on in that picture. I am um, the two podcasts that we're in the same category as. One is. Am I not supposed to talk smack about our rivals? Well, I kind of feel weird that they're our rivals. Yeah, but they, you know, there's... We can't, I mean, because we can't just... I mean, now now I've just realised that it looks like, because this is the first one we're doing since being nominated, it Mm. feels like we have cynically got Scarlett involved this week just to kind of up our kids and family points. But really, it's just that you you couldn't palmer off on yeah no exactly it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah it's because i've got to look after her because it's the summer so she has to come here so we're up against the fear free childbirth podcast which is about kids and 
family couldn't well, be more about parenting. It's about it's about doing a, a baby without being scared of it. Yeah, that's. I mean, and, and admittedly, their title does kind of tell you exactly what you need to know going in. The reason Nikki needed a C-section um, when she had scarlet is because she started screaming, going, "Ah, what the f is that?" Yeah. So I had to, yeah, well, we cut it out. They said, "Was it actually?" No. Was that true? She no, just she not. just knew that that was the no. She was breach. It is very scary for a lot of people, though. So that's they're probably providing a valuable service. And then the other one is about home education. And I know one of my um, one of my cousins has actually just started. He's starting a blog because they are home educating uh, their son, and it's quite a big. And seeing his first couple of posts about it, it is a huge decision, and it's actually one I kind of admire. Um, I don't think I could do it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why it right. Because, yes, you're right, it is admirable. I'm deeply suspicious of uh, home educators. Because you end up with, um, like, Catelyn Moran at the end of it, don't you? <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure exactly what. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because I quite like Catelyn Moran. Was she home educated? Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean... It, and and my my cousins, it seem, it seems my cousins like using tutors as well as them doing some stuff. From so. from my memories from childhood, it's kind of what hippies do. Okay, yeah, I mean that's a fair. We should maybe talk about home education in an episode at some point. Yeah, maybe. Which I think would be if if we were a, um, if we were a more professional, like we could maybe. I know we've tried a little bit in the past, but maybe we could try. Um, to we could have topics that are relevant to parents. I'd be interested in people's motivation for doing it. Yeah, because I I don't because I don't understand it, frankly. So that, and that's why I'd be interested to find out because I, I like sending school to school and she gets to meet other people and it's quite sociable and it prepares them from the mundanity of work. So from the off, what we're saying is that this podcast that we're up against, the home ed matters. Yeah. Is actually something that you you might think, do you know, I'd, I'd like to know more about that. Maybe I'll listen to that podcast. Or I might email them, see if I can do that one instead of this. Yeah, you see. Because I could offer a counterpoint, can I? Yeah, and, and that's that's the the thing. Immediately, Fear Free Childbirth Podcast, yeah. immediately that, that just the name generates discussion about what it might be about and, but I, and, I and said home ed matters. I said, to, well. I said to Nicola, though, while discussing um, our rivals, um, the Fear Free pregnancy podcast well how many episodes do you get out of that yeah, i mean it might be like one born every minute because there's only there's only so many ways of saying just you know do these techniques and it will hopefully remove the fear from having a baby how many is i think it's quite a finite subject it could be people's t- i mean yeah like like ours is maybe no ours see ours is really free-ranging yeah no, it's two true. neurotic men who happen to have children and and everyone knows you put two neurotic men together in a room with microphones they're just yabber on about stuff that they've little knowledge about but have thought about in great detail over the space of two or three days and they relay that to each other and then make a podcast. That does sound like the sort of podcast I'd like to do. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I don't. I don't know if I'd like to listen to it, but I would like to like to do it. Yeah. Should we? I mean, like, okay. So, <clears throat> so if 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 you were on a podcast like this, yeah, but that was up against us, and you looked at our logo mm. and and the title and a little bit of a line about it, yeah. but without listening to it, 
what, uh, how would you react to like the way we've been reacting to the other ones? Which I mean, my first instinct would be, I, I do quite like. I mean, that logo is really good. I'd say the logo is excellent. The guy who does that logo, mm. I bet he's probably getting work illustrating other podcasts. Yeah, I'd say he's that's I, pretty good. And then I, I'd listen to it. Yeah, and I think I wish it had just been the bloke who drew their picture because these two are terrible men. They're just. I don't think I care that much about nineties indie music. No. Or, what are they talking about? And they swear so much for family and yeah. And what's the other bit? Family Kid, and kids and family. Yeah, kids and family and the old effing and Jeffins a bit much. I mean, admittedly, that one guy did talk about poo for a really long time. Yeah, but he was talking about his poo. That's yeah. not what I. I mean, really like stories about. Oh, Max weed on me for the first time last oh, night. Congratulations. That was that's the first time one of my children has weed on me. That yeah. was good. He. Um, oh, we were talking about um, Scarlett. Do you fancy joining in for a second? What? Do you remember we were talking about um, what would make the world's worst baby on the way home from the park today? Do you remember? What do you think would make the world's worst baby? And when the baby poops on someone's head. When the baby poops on someone's head. That would be that would be awful. Yeah, that'd be like bad. you mean you're picking the baby up, you're going goo goo goo, and like rubbing your nose in its tummy because they like that, and it's satisfying for you as a person as well because endorphins and stuff like that rushes through. And then and then the baby just kind of poops on you, on you specifically on your head. She's yeah, she's gone back again. watching her video, Yannis. And um, I've had a seagull poop on me before. I think that I've told sentence the story was on... too long, Nick. You should yeah, have picked up from her cues when she started. Um, looking at the screen again and putting her headphones on. That should have been your cue to go, oh, I need to end this sentence quickly. But no, you manfully, you manfully soldiered on. I think, I don't, I don't think she was that interested in endorphins. No, I think you probably. I'm not even sure endorphins was the right word. No. Well, she likes dolphins. What? Yeah. In, in dolphins. Yeah. So you get all these dolphins. Yeah. Well, no, the things that are in dolphins. Yeah, you get inside moving dolphins. Moving around your bodies. I think what I was thinking of was that other one that you and I probably don't have enough of or have too much of. Serotonin. Um, I... It goes through your... It goes... I, I know what it is. You, you rub your nose up against something and, and yeah. that, that thing. But yeah, so um, uh, Max... And it was my fault. I got him ready for his bath. Mm. He wasn't... It wasn't time to take him out of his nappy yeah. yet. I was cuddling him. He just weed all all down me mm. um another thing uh we haven't done a lot of did you when scarlet was a toddler did she run around uh but like did you just have her nappy off a lot did she need a nappy she stuff? still she still does run around but naked quite a lot okay but, so but when yes. she was because we 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 don't do that a lot with noah mm. she's got carpets everywhere for a start and um the so we let him do that for like when we had the paddling pool out last week the other week yeah. and um uh there was a poo incident and <laughs> and it amazed me because i'm normally pretty switched on about stuff like that it hadn't occurred to me at any moment that he might do that and it was kind of like you know when elephants do it yeah and then their tail swishes it all about all over the place yeah it's a bit like that wow wasn't it wasn't a nice moment it'd be good when that tail drops off and it reminds me, i've i've uh, read a read a book where uh, elephants were a theme while i was on on holiday elephants was it like the writer was looking at pictures of elephants or looking at pictures of elephants no. and then writing stories inspired by it, them it's the first time i can ever remember reading a novel in a day what was it about how many pages was it uh Are you sure about, it wasn't a novella about 270 no that's a novel yeah. Unless you're Stephen King, in which case it's a novella. It's um, I mean, it was three short stories. 
Um, but uh, uh, it was all set in India. It was about a couple, uh, a single man, and a, a, tra- a, a student, a woman who was travelling. Um, and they all interconnected by staying in this hotel in Bombay that had um, a suite called the Elephanta Suite. What was the book called? The Elephanta Suite. And it's by Paul Theroux. And it was beautiful, really. Re- he's a very masterful writer. I like him anyway, but he means every word that appears on the page, he means it. And they all go on interesting and unexpected um, spiritual journeys. Did you read anything else while you were out? I read, um, I think, The Burning Land by Bernard Cornwall, because I'd never read a Bernard Cornwall book before. Um, and I enjoyed that. Can you say more about that? Because this uh, is content. This is good. It is. Uh, it's a, uh, about a, law, a warlord um, called Uthred, I think, if I remember rightly. Um, and he's the leader of Arthur's armies in Wessex. King Arthur. King Arthur. So oh. uh, Ancestor featured. <gasps> like Winchester, though, yeah, that sounds like. It is. And London. That sounds like London. Yeah. And Bebenberg, which is in Northumbria. Birmingham. Um, no, it's in Northumbria somewhere. I don't, I don't know. Bernard's. Bernard's. Ber- Bernard's. Near Lindisfarne, I think. Um, Lindisfarne's, that's a real place yeah, as well. It is, yeah, um, But he, he, um, he, uh, defeats, he defeats some Danes and then stuff happens and then he comes back and fights some more Danes. Um, but it's quite evocative of the period, I think. I mean, there was a, a, a short chapter at the back in terms of the research he'd put into it so it felt authentic mm-hmm. but um it wasn't as satisfying a read as the elephanta suite which was just a really beautifully delicious well-crafted novel whereas bernard cornwall was it was a very solid historical novel you know so it's you know swords and fighting and i have a bit of trouble with books like that though well i have a bit of trouble with books to be honest it was i mean it, it, i used to read a lot of david gemmel books when i was mm-hmm. younger um and much as I enjoyed them, that they're very similar. There, at some point, one enemy will always feel blood bubbling up in his lungs. Always, always read that phrase. I um, used to sell a lot of David Gemmell books mm. when I worked at Forbidden Planet. There were lots of, and not only does David Gemmell write a lot, mm. or did David Gemmell write a lot of books? They were big books as well. They used to take yeah. up a lot of shelf space. Mm. That's the thing I remember about him. I, I really feel like Waylander was good. That was kind of a futuristic one. Then Newcastle, Knights of Knights of Dark Renowned, Druss, of course. Druss, Waylander, Druss was written. That was his first book, and that was written when he had uh, cancer. Oh, and uh, Druss uh, is a warrior that goes to this castle to defend it, and he's got several gates that they have to defend as as. Um, as castles often would, and basically the gates were the stages he was going through in his cancer treatment. Oh, I think I've heard about that. And and he, I, I believe he'd written two endings. So um, one, if he survived, and one if he if he didn't. He but he lived. Druss. Druss. Yeah, I heard about that. I think at the time. Druss is a good book, though. I think that's an interesting way that writers deal with, in mm. in like illness and infirmity yeah. and stuff he did like a that. good one about alexander the great as well he wrote a lot very prolific writer you really like reading oh i do yeah very much the first few years that we knew each other you used to always mm. joke about comics mm. that had too many words in oh yeah but but that was that's all just your persona 
Yeah, that was just joking. Yeah, I, I, I like words very much. I tell you what was really good about reading that um, Paul Through book in one day was um, it was more about how it spoke about the focus I have now mm-hmm. compared to ever previously. And I don't think previously I had the focus to be able to just sit down and enjoy a novel and read it all in one day. Um, it, it, it felt good to be able to do that. So that felt like progress. I also started reading a book called The Rise of the Eastern Gods, but I haven't finished that yet. I forget the guy's name because it's um, Chechnyan, I think. I can't remember. There are two really um, inexpensive novellas that I bought for my Kindle app, one by Sysperia and one by Warren Ellis, that I really want to get to, but I'm still stuck on this Elmore Leonard book. I I don't know if it was the last one he wrote, but it's it's Ray, it's called Raylan, and mm-hmm. it's based on. Um, it's a it's a really odd thing because I love Elmore Leonard. I love how easy he is to read and the way he the way he his characters are. And I've never had trouble reading um, his books that films or TV have been based mm-hmm. on before. And the other Raylan Givens stories I've really enjoyed, even though I really like Justified the show mm-hmm. as well. But this feels the most compromised of anything I've read by him in that he's he's clearly creating his own literary timeline mm. for this character. Um but it's but the stories are kind of based on stuff that happened in the in the TV show as well, and I found it very difficult. But I did finish the show Justified, um which had an excellent finale uh, very recently, so I'm kind of hoping that that'll allow me to watch that that'll allow me to watch the to read the rest of the book now also we started watching sense8 I, I oh any good you have netflix it's really yes it's, I, I do it's I, really um, good i've not heard um, a huge amount of good things about it online but that's this just adds to my thesis of not listening to people it's funny online. the few people i've heard talk about it seem to quite like it but um mm. i've watched wet hot american summer i watched so I can, all of that it's not yeah. it's lovely isn't it it's ridiculous my 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 favorite scene because obviously all of the characters are far too old to be playing 16 year olds and there's a lot of scarlet's taking her headphones out and is now just watching the the pat pat okay so that's fine so yeah. that's what you can hear in the background um, obviously all the characters of the, the players are far too old to be playing the, the characters they're playing. My favorite scene is when Coop, who's, I guess, just about the lead protagonist, because it's quite an ensemble cast, mm. isn't it? Um, his, his, um, the, 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 the woman who he considers his girlfriend comes and brings him a, brings him a present. Mm-hmm. And she passes it to him, and it's basically it's a shoebox wrapped in standard film, the standard mm-hmm. film way. Yeah. So it's got a bow on top, but that's wrapped round the lid. And she passes it to him, and he, he looks and he says, "What's an un- unusual, unusual way to to wrap a parcel?" And she, it, the the delivery of this line, I thought was perfect. Very casually, very quietly, says, "Yeah, so it's good for multiple takes." <laughs> yeah, it's, that is it's, brilliant. It's a bizarre. It's really odd. And I haven't. I heard about it on Comedy Bang Bang. The films love the films. I haven't seen the film. Oh, That's you the thing. should. The film is fantastic. Um, but a lot of the people in it, and I don't really like sketch comedy that much, which mm. I think is what where a lot of uh, those guys are from. But a lot of the people in it are in um, children's hospital, mm. which is which is which I love, which has that same because a lot of them went on to parks and recreation and stuff like that. And, yeah. And shows like that are kind of absurdist, mm. but. None of them have quite the completely messed up continuity and well complete 
complete lack of regard for continuity and stuff that there's that some one does. really it's beautiful brilliant. deep anarchy in it i, I love it a bit scarlet is really you back with us now are you you got to talk if you're on a what Why are you I... being quiet so that we can't hear the pack pack because that isn't how sound works yeah is there anything you want to say about my little pony because you said you wanted to talk about my little pony Pinkie Pie's funny. Pinkie Pie is funny. Okay. And um, is Pinkie Pie is one of the only named characters I know yeah. in that. So, is there anything you want to tell us about your holiday? Mm. Can I say my favourite thing about the holiday, Scarlett? Yeah. My favourite thing about the holiday was for the first time going away because it's a very safe, very enclosed environment, the campsite. There's a really nice children's playground, which we've got clear view of as well from the van we're at. So Scarlett was pretty much allowed to just go out herself. And you used to go to the shop, didn't you? What did you buy for Mummy, myself and, and you on uh, on the day ice we... Ice Pops. You went and bought Ice Pops with your own money. Oh, cool. From the shop it by yourself. Shop. Scarlett's watching the Littlest Pet Shop. Okay. But um, it was... The, the most special thing about our holiday was actually being able to give Scarlett like agency, give her control over herself. So she could pretty much just, if we were staying at the campsite, she could just go off and play and didn't really have to check in with us at all. And that felt really weird at first, but really special as well. Are you coming and showing me this thing? The Littlest Pet Shop I'm watching. It looks good. There are many toys available. Oh, of course there are. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine. My only concern is that if we play too much of it, we might be getting into to copyright Copyright problems, yeah. But this pro this this amount's probably okay. I'll tell you what, darling, if you're, if you're getting bored, we... Just, uh, come and sit and talk to us for a second, and then we're, we'll be done and we can go to the park. And get ice cream... Jacket potato in my in my case, yeah. but yeah. But do you want to turn it off so we don't? Okay, maybe I phrased that wrong. Would you turn that off, please, Scarlett? Do you want to turn that off, Scarlett? Should I turn the mic down? See now, but now I've asked you. I mean, the thing is, now I've asked Scarlett to do it. I've got to see this through. Scarlet. I'll cut it, it's fine. Scarlet, darling, turn it. Good girl, thank you. There you go. Cool, yeah, are you in... I want to watch just CBeebies. No, we'll play with CBeebies when you get home. Oh, I like CBeebies, though. I just I just want to see which game they put on my, um, the CBeebies passport. Yeah, but you'll see it when we get home, won't you? I'm just going to... Check it again. I'll just turn it off. Well, how about we check it when we get home? We are yeah. not going to be much longer. Yeah, but it'll take longer if you check CBBS now. Yeah, because we'd yeah, like you to. won't even play it. We'd like you to talk to us for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so, so, what do you want to talk about? Um, we're, we're going soon. You made some friends, didn't you? While you're away, you made some friends. Who did you make friends with? Jessica. Jessica who felt very happy and free to come up to our caravan at any time, <laughs> unannounced. 
start hugging our dogs. Oh. Um, even if Scarlet wasn't there, which made me massively uncomfortable. Um, yeah. But uh, who else? She met a friend called Hazel as well, who was a My Little Pony fan. Hey, I was going to tell Hazel. Okay. Well, come on then. Tell me. Tell me all about her. Hazel. Okay. What's she like? Does she like My Little Pony? Uh, um, she likes to... Yeah, I love my... I like it too. <laughs> One thing I'd warn you about Scarlett's friend Jessica is don't play air hockey with her. Right. Because she'll get a chair, she'll lean over her goal, so she's basically lying over it, and then when she gets bored of that, she comes down your end of the air hockey pitch, grabs the puck and just starts throwing it down your goal. So it's until starting to sound like you've got a problem, James. We were talking about Hazel. Jessica's a big cheat, is what I'm saying. So, Hazel, it, does Hazel like My Little Pony as much as you do, though, Scarlett? Can no. I? Can you talk, Scarlett? Sit up. No. She she doesn't like My Little no. Pony as much as you. Would you say that that makes her a better person than you or a worse person? No. You wouldn't say that. No. Is she a better person or a worse person than you? Dead. 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 Good. She's a good person. I like my nose. <laughs> I like your nose too, Scarlett. But that's not really what I'm asking. What about Hazel's nose? Do you like Hazel's nose? Bleh. Bleh. You went to the big sheep a couple of times, didn't, didn't the big you? Big sheep. Big sheep. What was the best thing we did at the big... Big... <laughs> Meg. Meek. The big moo moo cow. <laughs> There's a big moo moo cow. There wasn't. <laughs> Did you enjoy feeding the lambs? Yes. What else? No. <laughs> Fair enough. No. I think we've got this. Uh, we've got this award. No. I think there, we've got this award no. in the bag. Is, is there anything you'd like to say to anyone who's Don't listening? Do that, <laughs> Scarlett. Is it? Is there anything you'd like to say to anyone who's listening who might be thinking about whether they want to vote for us? No. Thank you. Do you think this podcast deserves to win an award? Yes. Ah, oh, good for you. So if you can tell the listeners that they need to vote for it, tell say that out loud. Say vote for 2GM, listeners. I, Scarlet, think that you, the listeners, I, Scarlet, think I am the greatest. Oh, so you ruined it. You, you keep Did it I go short too long and simple. Again? And again, you... You overcomplicated it, so it's never going to... Scarlett, say vote for 2GM. Vote for 2GMLQ. Okay, good enough. For uh, Moomoo and you. There'll be a link in the show notes for that, listener. Um, please do check out the show notes. You can uh, listen to this episode and all previous episodes at twogrownmen.net. That's another number two, grownmen.net. You can talk to James on Twitter at... Dad, uh, I just want to have a look which game is on there. Yeah, you can find that on Twitter. Uh, at James Mom, M-O-M-B. Dad? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, go on. Uh, yeah. You, yeah, no, no, I said it's fine. Go on. You can find me on Twitter at Nick's site. Uh, you probably shouldn't go looking for Scarlet on social networks. God, get a grip. Mm. What's wrong with you? Scarlet is on Twitter. Is she? Scarlet Mom. She doesn't tweet anymore because I've forgotten the password. <laughs> tweet! Tweet! That seems like a recurring theme with you. Yeah. Um, we should go. We should go before Scarlet uh, infringes any more copyrights. Listener, thank you. You've been awesome. James, 
thank you very much Nick, for coming you. back. No, it's been, I've been bereft without you. Scarlett, have you got anything else to say? No. You don't want to say goodbye? You don't want to plug anything? No? You're not got any new projects coming? Okay, I think we should go. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>